Yes, I go to draw my pay. Close the door on me today. Told me just to stay away and don't come back again. And we're back. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. Today is Tuesday, January 21st. This is episode three, the A Block, coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Hey, Joel. I'm doing well. I'm coming at you as usual. Uh, from Brooklyn, New York, my hot take for this week is that somebody needs to knock Conor McGregor out. Yes. Uh, there was a UFC. He was another main event headline fight against some guy named something Cowboy. Uh, and he knocked him out in 40 seconds. It took him to knock this guy out. And I just, like, need Conor McGregor to not be a relevant sports figure anymore. Because, like, a- anytime I have to read about that guy, I just feel like I get a little stupider on the inside. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, less happy. And it just, I feel like it's important that we don't have to deal with him as a cultural phenomenon anymore. And the way I see that happening is, like, him no longer being a relevant figure in his sport. <laughs> I second that. I actually watched that fight from a ball. My friend called me and was like, hey, let's go watch the ultimate the UFC fight. I was like, uh, okay. We go to this ball, and I am one of three white people at the ball. Right. And the other two white people, this guy and his girlfriend, they were just a little too excited to see Conor McGregor win that fight. You know what I mean? Like, a little too into being Irish at the moment. Right. And it really makes me uncomfortable when shit like that happens. Fortunately, the other guy was Mr. Tex Cowboy or Cowboy Tex or whatever. So it wasn't too, um, let's call it, inappropriate. Right. But at the same time, Conor McGregor needs to leave the cultural consciousness. That's what I think. And I don't, you know, not for any reason other than the fact that, like, he just seems like a total D-bag. Oh, yeah. You know, probably is suffering from CTE, if we're being honest. Right. Um, Because, like, he does crazy shit, man. That guy does. Like when he attacked that bus? Right. Like when he was, like, throwing shit at that bus when he was being filmed. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Also, though... Ultimate fighting is stupid. Right. You spend six that's a, hours. That's a, different, that's a different conversation. But yeah. You spend six hours getting ready for something that lasts 40 seconds long. Right. Yeah. It's lame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my hot take for tonight hashtag Rip City. And screw you, Marin. Uh, friend of the show, Marin, was at this Portland Trailblazer game last night. The Blazers beat the Golden State Warriors in overtime, and Damian Lillard scored 61 points, setting a personal record and a Portland Trailblazer franchise record. Damn. Yeah. Blazers uh, got the win and now advanced to 19-26, and 26, but they're only a game and a half out of the playoffs. 
with. <laughs> oh fuck, man. <laughs> yep. So plenty of time to get back into the race, fellas. Don't right. give up. How many votes. more? Uh, how many more games are left in the season? Like 150, 160. No, there's not. <laughs> uh, 82 games in the season. Okay, so we're like almost halfway there, just over halfway there. Just over halfway there. Season's over end of March, beginning of April. Okay. So that's very exciting. Go Trailblazers. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, shout out to all of our dozens of listeners on the internet. Thank you so much for listening. Last week, we podcasted about the Houston Astros and the sign-stealing scandal that has rocked Major League Baseball in the offseason. So please check that out on any of your listening devices. Shout out to everyone who listened to those episodes. Silver Spring, Maryland. Bend, Oregon, Rapid City, South Dakota, Philadelphia, Amsterdam, Chicago, Monticello, Brooklyn, Mountain View, California, Cincinnati, Leesburg, Virginia. Thank you so much for checking us out. If you're listening to us on Apple iTunes, be sure to give us a rating and review and tell your friends. Um, we got a lot to talk about, even though it's still the off-season. This has, like, been a busy off-season, right, Sam? Yeah, it's been so crazy. Yeah. Um, Especially in comparison to the last couple of off seasons, which have been so fucking boring. This has yeah. like been so exciting. Like this yeah. has been like scripted. Like if this was a reality TV show, I would say this reality TV show is scripted. <laughs> oh, maybe it is. That'd be crazy. Yeah. All right. So let's get to this week's headlines. Uh, our favorite. Well, not actual favorite. One of my favorite baseball squadrons, the Nye Mets. The Mets just keep on metting. The most recent casualty of the continuingly unfolding and highly entertaining baseball cheating scandal that has rocked this offseason, the Mets have decided to part ways with newly hired manager Carlos Beltran. The move came before the freshman manager had even held a single preseason meeting, let alone managed a game. The Mets said they believed that Beltran had been forthright with them during the hiring process, but did not believe that the time was right to move forward with him at the helm and that the decision was mutual. Beltran released a statement that basically read, blah, 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 thank Jesus, blah, 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 I've let my family and teammates down, etc., etc., etc. Classic, basic, boilerplate nonsense. So, Sam, question is, in the regards to this ongoing cheating scandal, have we seen the last head roll? Uh, well, I mean, yes and no. I feel like, um, you know, Major League Baseball still has to dole out their punishment to Alex Cora, which they're waiting to finish their investigation into the Red Sox cheating in 2018 to do that. I, yeah. um, and then there's also you know, potential punishment to the Red Sox and, you know, their general manager. Right. Um, or maybe Dave Dombrowski, who's no longer with the team. Right. Um, however, I think that that 
the allegations against the Red Sox are less serious, I believe, than the allegations against the Astros. Um, because the Astros had an, or the allegation, you know, the Astros installed an illegal monitor outside of their dugout. I believe the Red Sox just were using the video replay room um, right. to do it. <clears throat> so maybe less. And also, uh, the allegations against, you know, the scandal of the Astros reached into the postseason, whereas the allegations for the Red Sox only are through the regular season because during the playoffs, there's a Major League Baseball, like, security guy in the video replay room during the games. Why was that guy not aware of Houston's team that they were doing? Was their video in a different location? Yeah, because they had the video monitor like in their dugout. Okay. Or outside their right outside their it was, dugout. It was like behind the dugout. Like you come down on your way right. to the locker room, I thought. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like right at the bottom of the steps. But Boston's video that they were looking at was literally in the dugout. It was just the replays. No, no, it's like the, the, the video room. Like every team has a video room. Okay. So that like players can go back there during um, you know, it, like when they're sitting on the bench, they go into the video replay room and like watch their last at bats and try to like, or they'll watch the like a pitcher's. You know, they'll just study study video, which is legal, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of players do it. Like you know, especially designated hitters spend most of the game in the video replay room. Gotcha. Um, the Mets getting back to the New York Mets, so. They've got the disadvantage that they didn't actually get to win any games as a result of the scandal. They right. just get to lose their new manager. Right. And a lot of people are saying that they dodged a bullet with Carlos Beltran. Also, it's important to like point out that the Mets are not getting – the Mets aren't actually a part of this scandal. Carlos Beltran was like named in the report. And like to save – Face like to save integrity, they fired him before spring training started. But right. <clears throat> no, they had no skin in the game, so to speak. Right, but they still get they still look like idiots. Right, which right. like that's just the Mets. Exactly. So here's my uh, hot take on this one: If the Mets do have a managerial position still open with the 2020 season fast approaching, why not give a telephone call to our good friend Bartolo Colon? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the band. That guy would be the most Mets manager of all time. Yeah. And he would just spend the entire game on Instagram. He wouldn't pay attention. Hopefully he weighs like 300 pounds right now. Although yeah. I don't think he does. I think he's in really good shape. Yeah, it's because he has less access to, like, ballpark hot dogs. <laughs> but, but he's at City Field and just leaves the dugout and goes get six hot dogs. It's right. not <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of questions. Like, there's three vacant managerial positions at, like, yeah. some really high-profile ball clubs right now. Yes. And so, and especially like, whew, like, who's gonna want those jobs? You know what right. I mean? High pressure, um, like 
lots of chaos, lots of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Shifting, you know. Yeah, lots, um, lots of, like, you know, you just enter a job with egg already on your face, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, which is, like, every Mets manager ever. But Exactly, yeah, that's why it will be great. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. I really, this season is going to be so much fun. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Um, Do you think any players will, like, be suspended for this scandal? Well, no, the, Major League Baseball has already said they're not going to, they're not going to punish any players. Yeah, okay. Um, and so there's a lot of people speculating right now that that's going to all shake out in, like, hit hit batsman next season exactly yeah yeah what's gonna happen when the astros go to yankee stadium i'm gonna be crazy yeah that's gonna be sick maybe i'll try to go to one of those (laughs) i'm actually going to houston so i'm yeah when are you going to houston april i'm hoping that like people in houston didn't listen to the podcast when i was talking (laughs) so much about houston the city we have to get uh, more t-shirts. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm going to, I got a good, I want to make a t-shirt that says, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying with the Astros logo and then wear it to the ballpark when I go to yes. a game. Yes. Because they're in town when I'm there. So I'm going to go to a game for sure. Yes. I'm looking up their schedule right now. I really want to know who they play when you're there. The Angels. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So it's then you sick. You can also um, yell at Mike Trout for us. Right. Yeah. Because, like, and this is something I wanted to say to this point, which is, like, everybody has been like, yeah, you know, it was, like, it was wrong, and, you know, it was bad, poor judgment, and it was, like, bad, whatever. But I just really want somebody to stand up in front of the media and be like, I just wanted to fucking win, and I did everything yeah. that I possibly could to win fucking baseball games you know what i mean like this because right. this is like and i accept my punishment but i do not feel bad about it because you know this is what we do because i feel like i believe that everybody that's how they feel actually right well altuve said we're gonna be in the world series again right so and bregman was kind of just being a dick about it yeah but you know i respect i would respect that more of of what right. you said, than, than fake contrition. Right, because I feel like cheating, I mean, we've been through this. I believe that cheating is part of baseball. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, if you get caught, then you get punished, and that's fine. Like, that, you accept your punishment. But at the same time, like, don't be deterred, just be better. You know what I mean? Like, right. <sighs> All right. All right. Moving more on. to come. More to come. I'm excited yeah. about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continually ongoing. Continually yeah. unfolding. Yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on to the Hall of Fame voting, which uh, the new Hall of Fame inductees were revealed today, just a couple hours ago. The class is highlighted by longtime Yankee captain Derek Jeter's first appearance on the ballot. Jeter was elected with 99.7% of the vote, the highest ever by a position player. Uh, only one true hero left him off the ballot. I think he got voted on by every single ballot except for one. Jeter, for his career, is in the top ten all-time in only 
three categories, hits, runs, and at-bats. Uh, and he doesn't even crack the top 50 in any other offensive categories. His 72.4 war is good for 88th all-time. He's one place behind Mike Trout, and he'll probably be eclipsed this coming season by Zach, wash your hands after you pee, Granky, and Justin, I poop in the third stall, Verlander. I, I don't get the Granky joke. The Verlander joke is a good one. The, <clears throat> there's this story that, like, in, I think it was last year in the playoffs, it was like right before a clinching game or something, and they were having a team meeting. And everyone was like, you know, standing up and saying their thing. And Zach Granke stands up and he's like, he's like really weird and kind of like OCD, you know what I mean? And he's like, listen, guys, I'm not going to name any names, but like a good number of you are going to the bathroom and not washing their hands afterwards. And like, it's just, it's gross. And everyone should just wash their hands after they go to the bathroom. He's right. No, he's right. But it was just like, you know, not the time for that yeah. sort of thing to come this up. This is like a rally the team players meeting. Yeah, exactly. It's like no coaches, like yeah. players only. Yeah. Look, guys. Like stands up. <laughs> uh, I, I just, yeah. Zach Granke just went up in my book a little bit. Yeah, you know, he's the man. He yeah. is the man. It's true. Uh, um, he has actually a higher career war than Justin Verlander, which is surprising. That is surprising. Well, he's won a Cy Young, hasn't he? Yeah, at yeah. least one. Yeah. Uh, okay, anyway. So, and then, and then just another thing that I want to tack on here before I ask this question. So, okay. like, by making Derek Jeter the highest percentage vote-getter of a position player of all time, the, the Hall of Fame election committee is saying that Derek Jeter is the best baseball player, the best Yankee ever, right? I do. In I, addition to that, the best baseball player ever, right. who's right. not Mariano Rivera, which is ridiculous. Right. Because, uh, like, Mariano Rivera, you could make an argument that that guy is the best at his position sure. of all time. Sure. But you can't make that argument with with – Derek Jeter, I don't think. No, I just all right. Keep going. Oh, I mean, you're just making so anyway, me. Here's the question. You're just here's making me more angry, Sam. Here's the question: If Derek Jeter plays his entire career for the Kansas City Royals, does he even make the Hall of Fame in his first year on the ballot? No, of course right. not. Right. If he plays for any team from the '90s through the the odd zeros. That's not literally the Yankees. He does not make the Hall of Fame. Right. No way with his with his career statistics, which you looked those up. I want you to share some of them if you've got them. You know, what he actually leads in. The stats that Gito actually is good at are so team-dependent, right? They're not slugging. Right. They're not OPS. It's Hitting for average. Okay, he hit. He's over a career 300 hitter. Right, but still he's not in the top 50 all time. Right. Um, At bats, what do we say? Runs? He's one of the top in runs. And Uh, like sixth or seventh. Yeah. He's not in the top five in everything. 
So if you're going to be top six in runs, that's because you've got Alex Rodriguez and Jason Giambi and Gary Sheffield hitting behind you for 15 years, right? Right. Uh-huh. And what is his name? Bernie Williams? He- Bernie Williams? Yeah. Yeah. A-Rod. A-Rod, Giambi. Um, like, he played on some stacked teams. Right. That was the whole point of those teams. Yeah. And that was my other point, is that, and this is kind of related to the Mariano uh, Rivera uh, thing that you mentioned, is that what the Hall of Fame voters want is that dynasty of the late 90s of the New York Yankees. Because right. I think in in white guys who are a little bit older than us, right? So yeah. in the like 40s through 60s, let's say right now, I think they see those teams as kind of saving baseball, which I don't think is a legitimate claim. But I think they're like, oh, we had the strike, and then it was kind of, you know, the steroid thing was maybe going to happen. But right. thank God that we had the New York Yankees led by good, clean-shaven Derek Jeter to win whatever it was, three titles in four years or four titles in right. five years to save baseball from the Minnesota Twins. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Well, Here's here's where Derek Jeter excels is his postseason statistics. Mm-hmm. Okay, his he has the most games played ever in the postseason by any player. Right. You want to know the next two? Uh, I would guess. Is it Ortiz? No. Nope. Oh, are they Ortiz both? Isn't even in the top ten. Are they both Yankee? Uh, they yeah, both it's be Jorge Posada and Bernie Williams. Yeah, then okay. David Justice, who also was a Yankee for a while. After that, it's Manny Ramirez, Tino Martinez, who also was a Yankee, Yadier Molina, Mariano Rivera, Kenny Lofton, Chipper Jones. So, Chipper Derek Jones. Jeter and Derek Jeter had 158 games played. And number two, Jorge Posada, also a Yankee, had 125 games played. Yeah. So he leads he leads in career at bats, in career plate appearances, career runs scored, career hits, career bases, career doubles, career triples, career singles, career strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's all postseason, huh? Yeah, that's all postseason. Yeah. So that's the thing. Right. Career win probability added. He's not in the top ten. Okay, let me play a little devil's advocate right now. Okay, because we've talked about this in the past. That the real reason Jeter's in the Hall of Fame is narrative more than anything. Right. Yeah, and we have argued on this podcast that that's acceptable. That Hall of Fame should not solely be based on your sabermetric stats. Right. Right? That it's also based on the stories that people tell about you, the narrative. Right. Um, you know, kind of your symbolic meaning to baseball. And in that sense, I mean, yeah, that's why Derek Jeter's in. I can say I don't like Derek Jeter, but I can't argue against his role in crafting the narrative of Major League Baseball. Right. So, Derek Jeter... He's just, he's just not that good. Right. And also, Derek Jeter's tied for fourth place all-time postseason RBIs with David Ortiz, right? Yeah. 
He had 734 plate appearances. David Ortiz had 369 plate appearances. Um, David Ortiz hit lots of big leagues. Right. Yeah. But it's just like, it's, it's again, it's a numbers game. Like, he was just there all the time. And it was during the age of the expanded playoffs. Right. You know, that, that I mean, I don't care about that, but that plays into it also. Right. The other question, and this, you know, Jidu, unlike Alex Rodriguez, Jidu was never actually indicted in the steroid scandal, was he? Right. No. So I think that's the other thing that a lot of the voters are still clutching to, because you look at the list of guys who are eligible for the Hall of Fame, and a right. lot of them are, are pedheads, right? Right. But it's, I also, like, I just don't see Derek Jeter being even the best Yankee of all time. Oh, like, no. I don't see Derek Jeter is being better than Babe Ruth or right. Lou Gehrig. You know, like, it's like, oh, yeah, you got Babe Ruth and you got Lou Gehrig <laughs> and you got fucking Derek Jeter. Like, give right. me a break. You know, he's not even in the same conversation as those guys. Right. God, looking at the list of assholes on the 2020 Baseball Hall of Fame ballot. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, yep. Jason Giambi, Derek Peter, sure. yep. uh, Kurt Schilling, uh-huh. Sammy Sosa. Well, you happened? were saying you're saying that if these other guys well, these are all guys that probably would be in the Hall of Fame already, except for performance enhancing drugs right you know what i mean barry bonds definitely (laughs) roger clemens definitely yeah yeah jared Jared giambi maybe not kurt chilling maybe not yeah but what you're saying is like if not for steroids that he might have been left off a couple more ballots i think so yeah Yeah. like barry bonds yeah I think I think it's astounding to me that they would make him the like like they consider him the best baseball player ever, basically. Right. Yeah, I think, I think you Yeah. Because I don't I don't feel like I don't feel like that's fair or even close. Right. I mean, I think if you confronted whatever whatever sports writers get to do this and said, So you're saying that Derek Jeter is better than Joe DiMaggio. Right. They'd be like, oh well, no, but right. he was the great leader of the Yankees, and you'd be right. like, what about Babe Ruth? He was the right. great leader of the Yankees, also. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he had syphilis. And he had syphilis, and he was drunk well, all the time. Right. And he was drunk all the time. So right. imagine if he wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, or like smoking six cigars a day or whatever the hell he did. Yeah. Like 300 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Different anyway, times. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's not a joke. What's the word? It's like an insult. I feel like it's insulting. Yeah. Yeah. It's travesty. That's what it is. Yeah, it's a fucking travesty. Yeah. Fucking Yankees. And on top of this, the Yankees are the ones laughing at Houston, Boston, and the Mets all being right. wrapped up in well, the scandal. And it's also like, you know, we I was a baseball fan all through Derek Jeter's career. And I'm not saying that he wasn't a great baseball player, but he was never dominant. You know, he like never dominated. He was never even the best player on his own team. 
Like, uh, you know what I mean? And so it's like to say, like, in that era, there were players who dominated. Like, Marion Rivera fucking yeah. dominated. Yeah. Pedro Martinez dominated. Roger Clemens dominated. Randy Johnson dominated. Okay, like, those are all pitchers. Who was a position player? Position player who dominated. Yeah. Um, Manny Ramirez dominated. He was on steroids, I guess. Well, um, I mean, A Rod, really. A Rod dominated. Yeah. Um, there's more. I'm they were all on steroids. Yeah, they're all implicated the steroids. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ricky Henderson dominated. Yeah, they. Um, Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. dominated. Yeah. Like, head and shoulders above Derek Jeter. Yeah. Like, would you put, like, Derek Jeter just had a longer career. Like, you couldn't, you couldn't say that they were, like, comparable in their ability to play baseball because Ken Griffey Jr. is so much better. Yeah. It's just, it's also baseball's a team. Chipper sport. Jones, man. Like, he dominated. Yeah. Felix Hernandez got signed by the Braves. I know. He used yeah. to dominate. Yeah. Um, anyway, all I'm saying is that it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Screw you, Derek Jeter. Yeah, fuck you, Derek Jeter. Yeah. All right. Moving on. How are we doing? We are at 29 minutes right now. Oh, shit. I really want to get to the last one so we can cruise. Okay. Well, let's skip. The the Super Bowl's going on. San Francisco versus Kansas City. Right. We got a whole other week to talk about. We got a whole other week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're skipping the Super Bowl. Uh, okay. Sam, take us to the last one. You didn't okay. even finish writing this up, but you got to tell me. Well, I know that's because I forgot about it, and then I started trying to write it while we were like start already podcasting. Right. So I, if I sound a little distracted at the beginning <laughs> of the podcast, that's why. Okay, point is, the city of L.A. today, it was either today or yesterday, passed a resolution calling on Major League Baseball to strip the Astros and the Red Sox of their World Series titles in 2017 and 2018 and give them to the Los Angeles Dodgers, who lost both of those World Series. So they're, and I don't know if they're like, this is our best chance to win a World Series or some shit, but I don't like to understand, like, they could pass a resolution calling on Major League Baseball to strip the titles or the title from the Houston Astros, who, like, nothing's even been said about the Red Sox yet officially. But to say that they should then give it to L.A. is, like, the most ridiculous shit that I've ever heard. (laughs) And it's like they don't even really understand how baseball works. Point is, who... I don't know. The question, I guess, is, is like, who the fuck are these guys who passed this resolution? Or, like, what <laughs> what are they actually thinking? I don't know. Just giving a middle finger up to everyone. I, I mean, it's a joke, right? It's a joke. Like, the city of Los Angeles is trying to tell Major League Baseball to just give them the championship twice. We don't right. want one World Series. We want both world series right which we didn't win like we didn't exactly we want you to give them to us yeah and this just highlights that the dodgers who have won their division every year since forever who 
have had, other than, you know, the Astros, the most stacked team ever, still have been unable to win a World right. Series. The, and the, also, like, the San Francisco Giants have three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the Red Sox beat them in five games. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they lost two games in L.A. They lost as many games in L.A. as they did in Boston. So, like, to say that, like, oh, yeah, well, we were really cheated out of that fucking World Series. Like, you played the same amount of games. And you played more games in L.A. than you did in Boston, and you still lost. Like, <laughs> to say that, like, oh, no, 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 that's our World Series is right. a ridiculous thing to say. The Kansas City Royals have won a World Series more recently than the Dodgers. <laughs> Dodgers haven't won a World Series since 1988. That's the last time they've won a World Series. Right. And, you know, the, the Astros series went to seven games. Yeah. But the Red Sox series did not. That went to five games. <laughs> they, got, they got their asses kicked. With yeah. the exception of the one game, the only game they won went into 18 innings. Like, yeah. it took them 18 innings just to win one game by one run. Yeah. No, it's not happening. And I think I mentioned this last week. It's not happening because Major League Baseball does not want that permanent asterisk in its history. Right. They don't want uh, our children in 2048, you know, in the post-apocalyptic steampunk future that we're working on on our novel. They don't want their children to go back and see, well, what happened in the 2017 World Series? Right. Is there Dodgers with an asterisk next to it? Right. If anything, they would just vacate it. It wouldn't even make sense to give it to the Dodgers. Right, because they didn't win it. Right. <laughs> they lost because, it. You like, lost I don't understand you... <laughs> like, the rationale. It's, it's, just, it's embarrassing for the city Alaska, of Los Angeles. In the Olympics, the you know, you get the gold medal if the gold medal, if you won silver and the gold medal winner is vacated. But that's the Olympics. That's a completely different sport slash entity slash nation. Right. That's, yeah, I mean, I guess. But I, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Right. Like, especially with the Red Sox, who fucking pounded them. Okay, we get it. You get it. Yeah. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, Sam's a Boston fan okay yeah but even if I wasn't like that's ridiculous it's embarrassing if I was a Dodgers fan or a Dodgers like associated with the Dodgers in any way I would be embarrassed by that like if I then got a World Series ring that like I didn't earn you know right okay so the theme of this episode Everyone should be embarrassed about Derek Jeter. Everyone should be embarrassed about the L.A. Dodgers and the city of Los Angeles. Right. And the Mets are just embarrassing themselves, but nobody else is really paying attention. Right. And yeah. you should wash your hands after you use the bathroom. And wash your hands. You should be embarrassed. <laughs> Zach Greinke's right, people. Listen to Zach Greinke. Yeah. <laughs> this guy knows. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for hanging out with us again. This has been Dump on the Ump. B 
be sure to check us out on all your social media applications. That includes Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Also, follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump and check out our Facebook page. Um, any last words? Um, no, that's it. No, nope. right. well, check you. That's it. Watch your hands after Watch you. Your hands. You should be embarrassed. You should be embarrassed. Right. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, have a good night and a pleasant tomorrow. I, I told my mama, baby, don't you cry. I'll get a job before the day goes by. I don't know where.